1: live
0: welcome ladies and gentlemen to the divine mind group community call in the orion mind school of the prophets i'm jim Davis, your moderator today is uh march 5th 2017 tonight's speaker is gary ray which is also known as the white wolf whenever you're ready brother
2: yeah um I've been doing a lot
3: of thinking about um, how to give you things that will help you manifest um, and bring, you know, your situation to be. Some of you have different beliefs about sexuality and how you use it. um, Some of you, I mean, totally opposite. You know, that's all your prerogative. But... uh, somebody doesn't understand something, it's got to be the devil or, you know, uh, uh, Satan's out there, you know, (laughs) I mean, God have mercy. They're so hung up on on their damn fears that they seem to bypass all of the things that they can do and uh, what they could do to enhance their power, their ability. Um, We're on a journey of knowledge. I mean, we're learning how to become the true healers, those that stand in the gap and make up the hedge where and uh, we have to heal ourselves, so to speak, before we can help heal anybody else because you have to go on that shaman's boat ride, if you will, uh, to where you can gain control of your own fears and uh redirect your own health, the ship of state, the state of health or the state of your mind. And uh, Truthbug says she found a great read for you all The Mystery of Sex and Race uh, Regeneration I I know they've got this one They talk about uh, the secret of sex It's the Gnostic deal And they'll have it under many different labels And um, they're so afraid of the orgasm Listen here that that's the most asinine teaching I have ever heard. And uh the reason is is that they do not understand the purpose of the energy generation system within the body. When you look at the Ark of the Covenant or the uh, the chair, the altar, the uh of Osiris, uh or Orion, uh the Pharaoh's chair um, it, it's going to look just like an Ark of the Covenant. And uh, then there will be a rod come up, and it will be like a, um, a a cap like the French used to wear, um, like a Pergian uh, cap of the uh, uh, Pergians. And um, in a way, it looks like the little tip on the end of a condom. You know, it's just they put that, and it will fall off to one side or the other like a little sock. And there was a teaching that was there, and that cap was always red. They they were telling you so many very, very unique things. Because without that knowledge, there is a time. There literally would be no birth on this planet without that sacred knowledge. And it's told over and over again. And you can build your sexual energy up, you can discharge it, you can even take and circulate it amongst partners and renew and rejuvenate people um But you know here again, everybody's got their beliefs, and they've got to paddle their own Pedro um I tell them what I can tell them, and you know if I see that they don't want to know or they can't handle it, I just no problem. I just go on. It's not for them and uh so, uh, you know, that's where you have to go, and that's the way it is with people when you go to teach them. Um, I was going back over and going through a lot of Carlos Gascadatta's stuff with Don Juan, the Yaqui Medicine Man, and uh, there was a lot of things that Carlos taught that was really in harmony with the true knowledge. And yet there were things that Carlos taught that uh, it was lacking, in many areas, and uh, you can get off into an area that uh, um, you can deceive yourself, and that's that's why you need the checks and balances that you can find in the scriptures, and it'll give you little pieces here and there that'll show you how to find the balance, how to set that plumb bob up, uh, so you're always on the square, so to speak. And uh people in Masonry they get upset, you know, because why are they using those Mason terms? Because that government, if you build a house, you need to know something about the principles of Masonry, the Pythagorean theorem and and you know, how to square up a corner or whatever. And uh so uh, uh the Bob Arvon working with uh Alistair Crowley and uh Jack Parsons, his wife Marjorie Cameron, who was also a Wilson, and uh, L. Ron Hubbard. And let me tell you, there was a lot of great principles that they used there, but there is two sides to that riverbank, just like a double-edged sword. Uh, one side can do this, one side can do that. Um, but the haft in the middle has got to be there to keep that sword from cracking or breaking. And um uh, uh Babel the a Trust truth bug is sent out, that would be a good link, hopefully you we can get everything covered tonight so that we can uh send those out. Uh Boozman Queens in there. But um uh, I've been telling you how to take and create the picture. And uh see everything is directed by your will. Uh wilt thou heal my daughter? think of style that I can do this he said yay and then he said I will in other words he willed the thought to the child that was allegedly dead the daughter of the centurion and um, he used the analogy of saying um, men are under my power in other words these abilities are under my power and authority. And I can tell one man to go here, go there, come here, come there, and they'll do it my bidding. He said, speak thou the word, the thought only. And uh, so the analogy is ringing true, and it's telling you, even as a shaman or whatever, um, and there's different names of people that know how to become healers. And um, they can be strange compared to, say, the average, everyday, normal people. They might be standoffish. You may not be able to get to uh, uh, the to audience with them, meet with them, you know, whatever. And uh, uh, um, as you do that, let's say that you have your your desire. Now, this may be just you working by yourself, and and you can because you're male and female. That makes the one atom A D A M A T O M. And uh, your number is 666. Six, six. You've got six electrons, six protons, and six neutrons. And that's your atomic molecular structure, so to speak. And uh, as you begin to create these pictures, see, like with the, the the movement called The Secret, the book called The Secret, what they did was that uh, they were getting to visualize, they were getting them to emotionalize, and um, that's why I've made the statement that the orgasm is where Abraham was when he got his visions. He was in a high state of ecstasy, which means orgasmic uh, um, ecstasy and the emotional involvement. But he had to lift up his eyes. He had to walk through the height and the breadth of the land. And wherever he put the soles of his feet, his understanding, it was given to him. Well, let's say that we go through and we complete the desire and we enhance it we empower it with the ecstatic emotion the orgasm and we know we've seen it done we're on the other side of the riverbank we're already in possession of it we're acting on it um we're participating with it you know as if it's already done because in the mind it is it's already there here is a good way to help yourself in the physical sense of being able to impress and continually feed that finished, desire-emotionalized picture until it manifests. Maybe you'll, let's say you draw out a picture, you know, just, you know, with a a pen and paper or a pencil and paper. And um, as you draw out that desire in its pictured form. You know what it what it does that when you look at it 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 tells you and reminds you that the the thing is complete. Let's say that you cut that picture up into several pieces, like you're making a puzzle. And every day you might color in an area of that puzzle. And every time you color in that area of that puzzle, you're recalling that completed desire picture in your mind. You're reinforcing it. And uh, as you reinforce that, uh, Jim, we're getting some feedback somewhere. Uh, But as you reinforce it, each day you would go in and let's say you'd paint another little area, uh, a piece of that puzzle, of that total desire picture in its completed form. And let's say you do that for 7 to 14 days. Daniel prayed, and it was 14 days before the angel could come to assist him, although he acknowledged that Daniel had been heard the very first day. So let's say we draw that picture, and we cut it up into 14 puzzle pieces that make up the totality of that desire that we've made as an image on paper. And every day we, we we take and we color in another piece of that puzzle, recalling the totality of that as we're looking at that. What we're doing is we're assisting in the building blocks of the manifestation of the thing desired, the thing that we pictured, that, in, that we entered into, that already is ours. By the time you get to the 14th day, Pope, what does he do? He prays 14 stations of the cross, doesn't he? You'll learn to look at idioms, metaphors, allegories. And you're going to become the way maker because you know how to read a way marker. And you can come through and see like when the tribes, they call them the the, the, the lost tribes of the Alabama Cushata, the Cherokee Nation, one of the 13 uh, tribes of Israel that uh, is uh, uh, went, went amiss so to speak well they didn't they knew where they were and as they would travel even some of those that were on the trail of tears from let's say down in the uh, Osceola um, down in uh, Florida all through Mississippi Alabama and you when you hit the Mobile Alabama you're going to go back to a time around 300 to 500 um, current era and you're going to see that people from Scotland and Ireland really landed there and uh, there's a certain race of the Cherokee that's up that Appalachian chain there and some of them have a particular kind of hair and um, I happen to be one of those that have that particular type of hair and um, uh There were other traits that they had, but when they would travel, they would leave a mark or marker stones to direct the tribes that were following how to follow them. But yet someone that did not know and did not understand the markings, they could escape away from their adversary, and the adversary would not know. Peter, it's given to you to know the things of the kingdom. To them it is not. And so you have to understand what you're reading because it can be read sometimes in many ways so that it can take and um, accommodate the many beliefs, situations uh, that we may come through over the span of, say, uh, the creative cycle. And, and see, things are starting to happen right now um i mean look at the world system it's going to hell in a handbasket but uh why it's because the systems of man of man relying on man it's got to change the old paradigm has got to go away it's obsolete and uh when you read in the sumerian clay tablets you'll see that um was in charge and then uh uh, Marduk, uh, I mean, um, enki Ea had been here first, and then Enlil came, and, um, then the, the, the uh, Zodiac, uh, sign changed, and Marduk came in, and he was the son of enki in Ea, in the clay tablets, and as you begin to look at these things, they're telling you stories, it's like, uh, if you really read, uh, Fireball, um, Angel Raymond Borden wrote it. Uh, and it was really a fictionalized revealing of actual events. But it had to be told in such a way excuse me, that uh, if someone read it and they did not know, one, they wouldn't know who the scientists were and so forth that participated. Um, and it may just be a great fictionalized story, and it is. It's real good writing. He's a wordsmith. I mean, Angle is, is really, a, he was a sharp individual. And uh, some of them will call him Ray or Raymond. And uh, But nevertheless, uh, he, uh, he had a lot of unique abilities. And uh, as you begin to use this picture method in harmony with what you're doing, let's say if there's a group of you, Uh, that work together, the two or the three or maybe even more. Um, If you'll see some of the fire circle uh, clay figurines from, say, Mexico, there will be anywhere from four to six people dancing in the circle. But it will be male, female, male, female, male, female, male, female, you know, all the way around. And the center portion of that uh, clay figurine's fire circle will be open. So you could put a candle or whatever, uh, uh, um, a crystal, uh, I mean, any number of things. And as you learn to do this, what you're doing is that you're learning to control and direct your focused will, your desired intent. And once you get established with it, I mean, just a thought, boom, it'll happen. You don't have to do all that every time. But what you're doing is you're creating the mechanism in your mind. And uh, once you've, uh, let's say, a martial skills, you come out and they start teaching you the form or the moves. Uh, first, it may be just the posture. And then they'll begin to cause the posture to flow into a movement. And uh, as you begin to develop it, they call it slow motion dancing. And what's happening is that the slow movement, the deliberate movement, Finding the perfect place of balance, or how you turn, how you twist, uh, how uh, your uh, your mind, the subconscious is recording that. And um, the slower that you go, the more thought you're putting into that movement, that flow. The you don't let the knee go past the end of the toes. Uh, you keep about a seventy thirty weight differential, or sixty forty at the at the at the very most, you know, I mean, that's pretty heavy on one side. I'd rather be seventy thirty. And uh, anyway, that allows you to shift your weight instantly. But the slow motion trained the subconscious mind, and it helps you find where the best place of movement for your um, uh, your body, your your muscles, the joints to move in such a fashion that instantly, once you've got the pattern established in the subconscious mind, man, they could go to swipe and hit you, or kick to sleep and you could step out of it, because you could start second, but you could get there first, because you had trained the automatic reflex time. Well, the same type of scenario works in the brain-mind connection, the kingdom of heaven, because that's where you are when you... Uh, begin to develop these abilities and uh, this prayer language. And pretty soon it'll get to just your thought. Uh, you you uh, you can make it uh, uh, go forward. Um, you'll see me or listen, you'll hear me focus, and I'll automatically, without even thinking about it, I'll take a breath. The reason is, is because I'm ramping up my oxygen level in the brain-mind connection. And that, Life is in the blood. Well, what I'm doing is I'm stirring that essence. Stir up that gift in you, Timothy, Timotheus. And um, it had been uh, passed to you at the laying on of the hands of the elders. Oh, so the angles of light had passed a knowledge and a power and had helped open the gate. And so once they established this, this is why you had a shaman and he would have, the Padawan, his apprentice, and uh, he would teach him and watch him and direct him and uh, correct him because there would come a time that the Padawan would become a teacher and he would create and train another Padawan. And see, this is the problem. A lot of people get people and they, they want to hold them. They, they become like, a, I guess, a money sieve to them, you know, and, and that's the only way they see of making a living or whatever. I don't believe that. I believe that you teach them and send them on their way. Because now two of you are out there doing what you alone may have been doing. And then when they train theirs, now you've got four out there because you done picked up another one. And uh, then it begins to amplify. And it's kind of like that, that old penny, you know. I mean, uh, I'll take a penny uh, a day as long as you double it each and every day. Well, you get a penny to the day and... Tomorrow, he gives you two pennies, and the day after, he gives you four, and the day after, he gives you eight. and You know, I mean, man, in 30 days' time, you're looking at over a million bucks there. And uh, But see, people do not think about it. They despise the day of small things. They do not take the time to learn the rudimentary uh, principles or to realize that they can continually enhance them. Uh, like I said, there was a time that I didn't know, and I'd pray in the name of Jesus. That's all I knew. And uh, it would work. But as I gained the knowledge, the maturity of it, and the meaning of it, oh, man, it really took on power then. Because I realized that if I came in the name of Jesus, which meant I came in the nature, the characteristics of the enlightened one, hot down. I'm not looking for Jesus to do it. I'm doing it because this is the pattern. This is the direction of the program. And you begin to operate it on that fashion. See, that scares ministers and that scares governments because governments want to be your God. They're going to create their law. You're going to bow down. You're going to listen to them. If you're not with them, you're a foreigner whatever. And... um Religions the same way. Hell, the papacy, if you didn't believe like they did, no problem, they'd kill you. They had to suppress the knowledge because they couldn't have the people having a direct connection with the creator within. And that's what you have to develop.
2: Okay, hey, Jim. CB-56 is in there. Good to see you there, friend. I trust everything is going well on your end. You
3: can. You can do it. Yeah, you can. South Nevada. I'm not sure who that is, but we're glad to have you. Uh, DV. I don't know, but...
2: I don't know about that. Um... I have no idea. <laughs> uh, totally different to me. DV. I'm doing fine. How about you? Matter of fact, I started extracting
3: um, an herbal extraction late yesterday evening. Well. Uh, it had already been after dark, and uh, I was grinding it up and getting it ready and putting my 190 uh, Everclear um, into it, you know, to extract, you shake it and so forth and get it to pull its uh, nutrients and so forth from the herb itself. (coughs) And then I got up this morning and took that uh herb that I'd been breaking down or broke down and had been extracting overnight in in the one ninety and I put it in my ninja triple blender and did whoop 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 you know a few times and really stirred it up and poured it back into my glass jar with my plastic lid and set it up and let it set a while and then I'd shake it every hour or so and uh, finally I got it to work. I could tell that I had really managed to get uh, a very substantial amount um, of the nutrient uh, essence from the herb that I was working on. And uh, I poured it out, strained it off, and uh, then I refilled that quart jar that was about half full of the extracted ground herb and uh, I refilled it, like I said, with the 190 again and started the process of shaking the thunder out of it and so forth. Over about a six-hour period, uh, it had extracted again. and was almost the original color of the first uh, extraction that I had poured off. And then once I had done that, um, I uh, added more extract back, but only to the very top of the of the uh, the powdered herb that was left in there, and I shook it a while, and I noticed it didn't get very much darker at all. It almost stayed a, a, a real, real, uh, just a very light-tinted shade um, into the Everclear, and after that, I said, the hell with it, and I poured it off. And, but I'll keep that herb, and I will do the second step of a spagreek. I'll put it in a cast-iron skillet, and put it in the oven at about 500 degrees, and I'll leave it in there. And about every two or three hours, I'll, I'll rub it around to where it breaks down everything, and it turns it to an ash. And sometimes you'll see a slight pinkish phosphorescence on the sheen type, uh, on the, uh, on the uh, ash. Well, that's really the mineral salt. And, um then I'll take that and run it through a strainer and get any of uh, you know larger chunks out and If I think I can go more with it, then I may heat it further. But I'll take uh the powdered ash off and just put it in another jar with a good plastic lid and Once I've got all the ash cooked down, I'll take the original essence of the extract, like say the extracted liquor. That uh, I've uh, pulled off of, say that herb, and I'll pour it in that jar with the um the ashes and just shake it up really, really good, you know, let it set you know twenty four hours and uh what I'm doing is I'm letting the natural mineral uh, be picked up by that spirits in the extraction uh extract liquor. And um, then I'll strain that off, you know, through a real fine, you know, uh, coffee filter or something like that. And um, what I've just done is I've increased the strength of the uh, of the extract through this Greek alchemical process. And so I can enhance it. And then let's say when I make the essential oil, uh, whatever alcohol has come off like in my system it will reclaim the alcohol that I put in it. That way I have very minimal waste. And um uh, as um uh, I'll take and uh good to have you MJ. Uh shalom and blessings to you. Um yeah that's right. The depleted farm soil, you have to put the minerals back. And so what I'm doing is I'm retaining all of the attributes and the characteristics of that plant. And uh, because I know that it is a treasure trove that nature has given us a bounty to uh, assist the physical body. And yet that's the feminine aspect and manifestation because you're seeing the the, uh, recreative uh, product that comes from the womb of the woman or the womb of the mind. And um, as you begin to do these different things uh, um, and put them together, you can enhance healing abilities, um, all kinds of stuff. I mean, it's just amazing the things that you can do. Um, we take uh, we have all of our compost, and like our coffee grounds, we never throw coffee grounds away. We have a separate bucket with a lid that when we dump them, uh, they go in that to it's full, and then it goes to a special. Composting bucket, and I may use it to go into mushroom production. You know, for um, uh, different types of edible mushrooms and so forth. Um, I may use it in soil build up, and then I use azomite, A to Z minerals. Uh, I put that on heavy, and um, we uh, we rebuild uh, just about everything we got. Uh, All of our produce and stuff, uh, anything that's left over goes in the compost bin, and uh, so uh, anyway, uh, uh, it's just a process of things that you're doing so that you can heal the body and heal the mind, see a lot of people are sick and so forth, and it's mainly because they're Uh, They just don't have enough of the actual mineralized cellular salts. And so that's why you can take cell salts uh, and you can enhance or or turn their health around. And um, it's the same thing with prayer. You can learn how to uh, put the minerals, if you will, back into the frame of mind. And uh, you can learn to pray certain ways and separate you from the physical body and let uh, give the direction that the high self will take and renew, restore, rebuild. Remember, I can build and raise this temple up in three days. And you could either look at that as a day is a thousand years, or you can look at it as a three-day period. Uh, I mean, there's many things that are there. Paul even made a statement one time. He said, look, we're not all going to die. However, we are all going to change. So there has to be some kind of a change that occurs Um, for you to do certain things. And uh, uh, mainly through diet and exercise. Yeah, I can agree with that too, Ken. Uh, As a matter of fact, that was one of the things they hated Robert Atkins for uh, because he was a cardiologist and got to, uh, uh, um, he uh, began to see that uh, what affected the heart was uh, also causing or creating a diabetes and blood pressure problems, and so he would drop them down to about thirty grams of carbs a day to basically normalize them and keep a diabetic, uh, you know, in, in you know, in their sugar balance. But that teaching goes back to Blake Donaldson, uh, Alfred Pennington, Gilmer Stephenson, and that ultimately uh, ultimately goes back to. Uh, William Banting and his doctor, Dr. William Harvey, uh, in 1856. That's where that doctrine of um, of, uh, low carbs came from. And so you're seeing different ones that are telling you now not to eat grains and certain uh, nightshades because of what they do to the body. And uh, uh, like if you drink a carbonated soda, uh, hell, it may taste great and it may not have any any artificial sweetener or anything in it, but the carbonization itself creates a carbonic type of acid, and it converts, and when you drink it, man, it messes up the lining of your stomach. But uh, anyway, Jim, jump on it a little bit. Cooked millet, even rice, but rice should be soaked uh, uh, there is uh, a couple of things that's really good, but the normal grains like barley, wheat, rye, things that we always have been around, you know, breads, etc. cetera. Uh, see, that was part of Sodom's uh, sin was fatness and fullness of bread. And um, so uh, it led to all of their other degeneracies, etc. But it was to their great wealth that they done certain things. But millet is very good. Um, there's a lot of unique things. Sesame uh, seeds are very good. Matter of fact in India they use sesame seed oil cold pressed for pulling and healing, much as you might also use um uh raw organic uh processed uh, cold pressed
0: uh um, um
3: not cod liver oil, but um uh, uh fiddle. Castor oil. But see, castor oil, here again, I mean, if you use anything that has certain capabilities, it uh, it can be, uh, you, could, you could abuse it. Um, apricot seeds of the bitter uh, apricot, uh, the cyanide and B13 that's in there is excellent to uh, prevent and shut down cancers and their types of growth. However, the cyanide that's in there, if you eat too much of a good thing, uh you can kind of put yourself in a body bag. Uh that's true that's true, uh number seven. When the bugs or the bacteria and the bow in the gut gets out of whack, uh they develop a leaky gut and, and see that carbonic acid in soda uh, also leads to that. And um uh you can take and increase the natural turcine works. Um, that's got to be raw, uh, pure gum spirits of turpentine. You cannot use a synthetic, uh, turpentine. You'll screw yourself up big time. And, uh, see, that's why we use the, uh, I make all of the kimchi's and so forth. And, uh, uh, then they go to sour out once they hit a certain steak. And some people say, I don't like sour. Well, put it with something else, but put it at the end of the cooking process so that the enzyme is on, let's say if you had a beans and rice maybe, uh, then you might put on a, a couple of, uh, tablespoons or so um, on top of your uh, red beans and rice and mix it in, and, and man, it will enhance the flavor. But you're also enhancing your gut bacteria. And see, um, the Egyptians over 4,000 years ago stated in their, what we would call their materia medica, um, that, uh, uh disease begins in the colon. And see, that's where you're having, uh, bacterial uh, digestion. Enzymatic is in the small intestine. So, I mean, uh, good things like that. Uh, I've got, uh, um, God, I've got, I don't know how much kimchi, um, gallons of it and then i've got uh, a four gallon orangi or ongi uh korean style uh, fermentation pot that's in the front yard in the herb bed and uh it is of the red chili paste i made it with all the fermented you know soy powder and stuff like it was supposed to be organic and and um it'll be a year old the 16th of april And, man, that stuff, uh, the salt in it even turns to a slight sweet taste after, say, seven, eight months. Um, I have fish sauce that I started from uh, Swedish, uh, Norwegian uh, mackerel uh, because it's fatty and uh, it's high in omega-3, and it comes from clean, fresh water sources. And so I grind it up and put it in those orangus, and i got, I think, two of them out there and uh um, you're talking about some fish sauce now son if you really want fish sauce it ain't nothing like you get out of a bottle it, it's so much better that that in the bottle can't even get in the game that'll do it a quarter teaspoon of uh, bacon soda and uh four ounces of water or you could take a level teaspoon and put it in, let's say, six to eight ounces of water, and you can do that twice a day, and uh, it will neutralize it. And besides, you can have a person that has decreased kidney function by giving them a half a teaspoon or a level teaspoon of the baking soda in, say, six to eight ounces of water twice a day, and I would use distilled. Um, The body makes so much bicarbonate. And that's what it uses to extract the toxins out of your system. Well, you can have a person that's been on dialysis, and I know of one case that was four years. And uh, they had to go and have dialysis or they'd they'd die. Well, they give you bicarbonate IV, or you would die anyway when they do their treatment. And so uh, they started giving this individual, I think it was a teaspoon Four to, uh, six to eight ounces of distilled water twice a day. And in uh, less than 30 days' time, it seemed like it was two to three weeks, but I'll just say less than 30 days' time, they had improved the kidney function by giving the extra bicarbonate uh, to the kidneys uh, that uh, within uh, within six weeks four to six weeks, they were no longer on dialysis. Now, you absolutely think a doctor and them going to tell you about that. There's just too damn much money and having you come down for your dialysis treatments. The same thing with uh, a four-cup strong regular coffee. Uh, enema retained 15 minutes at 102 degrees uh, will knock out about 98% of all migraine headaches. They don't tell you that because Damn, coffee animal will not build and buy BMWs. You know, I mean, damn, I mean, think about it. (laughs) That's true. You can neutralize the acidity in the in the um, in the the stomach and cause them to go out of whack. You can correct that though by giving them natural apple cider vinegar. water it down, you know, maybe a tablespoon to, let's say, um, a half a cup or a cup of water and just soup it. And what will happen is the natural amino acids in the uh, natural uh, uh, complete apple apple cider vinegar will help restore that. You can also get fermented coconut vinegar, and it will do the same thing. I use uh, the turpentine, kind. I use the pure gum spirits, and I go to... Uh, I go to Lowe's, it comes in quart cans, it's anywhere from 6 to $9 a quart, in the paint department, it's 100% pure, no additives to it, and it's a, it's the same damn thing, you're going to get USP, I don't give a crap what they tell you, it's the same damn thing, and as long as you don't open it, uh, it'll keep for a long, long time, and um, so I bought, um uh, uh, several cans we keep on hand, just like I keep probably three to four gallons of a good red port wine. And the reason is if the children or somebody gets gastroenteritis, uh, you know, uh, uh, food poisoning, or whatever, uh, you can give them a shot glass and let them sip on it about every two hours. And uh, held by the second to the third shot glass, there won't be no gastroenteritis, the diarrhea, and all that crap will disappear. I mean, look, there's just simple ways to straighten yourself out.
2: Yeah, you know, bleach can be very good if you have to purify water and do a lot of things with
3: it. Yeah, matter of fact, I just took uh, 26 lemons, and I have a sideways um, potato peeler, and uh, I get the biggest, fattest, plumpest, dead gum lemons I can get, and um, I took and. Uh, just took that potato peeler and just peeled uh, what would be the zest off all the way around. It'd be slices. There won't be hardly any of the white pith, you know, with it. And so basically, I've got the full layer of the uh, the um, um, ascorbic acid layer off of the lemon, which is also high in lithium. The lithium enhances the electrical current within the physical body and... We took and cut the lemons in half, and we juice them, and uh, uh, you know through a a, a spin juicer, uh, because I don't want to get the pit. It'll make it bitter, and uh, I extracted that out, and I got uh, probably three quarters of a gallon of uh, of the uh, the you know the the uh, zest. And uh what I did was I put it in a food processor, and I put enough of one ninety grain alcohol in it, just whipped the mess out of it till it was just real real small stuff. poured that into that gallon jar and then added the strained uh lemon juice, so I had you know no no stuff in just good clear juice and uh then uh what I did was I added enough alcohol to bring it up uh so that I had a fifty fifty blend. Of the juice, etc., and then I took uh, uh, about a, what's that? A, somewhere between paint, I think it's a pint of a, a real good, well nutriented grade of uh, maple syrup, and I just dumped it in that gallon jug. Now somebody says, why would you do that? One, because it's so high concentration in lemon, you're going to have to sweeten it to some extent. Once I got it to balance the sweetness to uh, ascorbic uh, acid tartness, and it was, you know, about where I wanted it, then I would add enough distilled water to finish off, let's say, that uh, gallon jug. And so I wound up getting
1: two, uh,
3: half gallon 190 Everclear, uh, bottles completely full of my made, uh, you might call it lemon cello c e l l o and um then I had a a fifth, and um uh, I filled it up and got it almost full so uh, that was my cello, okay, let's say you got a blood clot, or let's just say that cancer is there why well, sugar we know, and alcohol cancer tumors diseases feed on it, so that there is my bait. It's kind of like I'm I'm chumming the, the water uh, with crickets, or if I'm out for uh, salmon, I may be throwing, you know, clam residue in the water, and, and you can catch uh, tuna with just a hook, and uh, no bait on it. But anyway, I uh, take a shot glass or so, and uh, they'll sip on that about every two to um, three, maybe four times a day. But the sugar that's in that, like I said, that's my bait. And so the tumor begins to suck it and the alcohol in. But when it does, it sucks in that high ascorbic acid, and it's just like me slipping an assassin inside their gates, and, man, I'm just blowing carcinoma away. Pop, 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 goes the weasel. And um, you can do that, and you can cure yourself doing a lot of things. <clears throat> if got a leaky bladder, it'll knock that crap out in about
2: two weeks at the max.
3: Well, I may be a low bullshit type of guy. That's true enough. I'll be honest with you. I like a 1911-45. It's simple. I can get it in the mud and everything. I can break it down and clean it. It's going to fire under pressure. The only thing you may have to change out occasionally is the grime it on the barrel slide. But uh, when I need it to work, I want it to be 10-8 on a firing line. And I don't want it complicated. Complication shouldn't get your butt blowed away. Yeah,
2: that purple hay sounds like it might be a little uh, all right,
3: too. <laughs> yeah? Baker's Mark will do that. But I'll tell you what, you can get a real good 100-proof Even Williams right now for about 23 a half. And uh, you can can take uh, whiskey, lemon, and uh, ginger and uh, put in there. And uh, you might give it just a little bit of maple syrup, you know, to kind of tighten up its flavor a little bit because maple syrup and uh, molasses won't react with uh, with people that have diabetes near like normal sugar would. And uh, you can sip on that, and that's excellent. Make a little tiny for the body, is the old saying is.
2: Yeah, I know they did. I, I'll
3: be honest with you. though. I think uh, the better, I would have preferred to take a 45- um, and really tune it up, expand the uh, the uh, dat gum clip, and uh, you can put all the equipment on it. I would extend the barrel a little bit, make sure they were all threaded, all fitted for silencers or repressors, however you want to call it. Uh, my backup next choice would either be the Glock or Ruger. Ruger is an excellent pistol. Here again, though, some people like them, some people don't. You know, I mean, it's a matter of preference. But Dependability first. A lot of seals will tell you the same thing. Give me a 1911 right now.
2: Well,
3: I'm glad for you. Yeah, that's what a good silencer or flash suppressor will do. Uh, One, you don't want to give nothing away. And if you can go in and pop caps and nobody hear nothing, we'll You know, I mean, you're nine points ahead. That's what a good shooter does, Iowa Hawk. He's sitting back up under the trees or back inside the window, uh, far enough that you can't see this flash. And uh, if he does something like a... um, Oh, uh, what is it, uh, Klein, Kleinberger, they over around, south of Bloor'sville, uh, around, the, uh, anyway, they offset the drilling to where it scatters the kick, the kick is just, is, you know, dropped down on the piece, and, uh, that way it doesn't recoil so bad, and it disperses the sound, but, um, Really, truthfully, if you can put a silencer on that thing, unless, you know, the silencer uh, can affect uh, the distance and, in some cases, the accuracy, if you bump in a five zero, that's a different ball game. you got enough to go through a wall and still get it. Thieves oil works great. Sure as hell does. Frankincense. See, I, I took and I had sent you all that deal on cancer therapy um, where you take raw cold-pressed coconut oil and uh how many down drops was it um let's see um yeah, on the uh to each cup uh, to each eight ounce cup or 8.5 ounces uh there was 24 drops of pure myrrh frank uh pure myrrh oil uh, essential oil extract 24 of pure turmeric oil extract and 24 uh uh, drops of uh, frankincense and that made 72 drops per 8 ounce cup and consequently I made enough to fill up uh, a quart bottle and uh, you take that and as long as it's above 82 degrees it'll be a liquid or 80 degrees it'll be a liquid take a teaspoon about three to four times a day and um, you will be amazed at what carcinomas and stuff will do. Rub it on, uh, you know, uh, growths or things like that on the skin. Uh, rub it on the feet at night, you know, at feet and lower legs. Uh, you can during the day, but rub your hands with it because your hands going to absorb. And um, uh, you can keep yourself, uh, you know, really at a high grade of the frankincense of. Uh, uh, Wade had turned me on to frankincense because I had a basal cell. Um, I got hit in the nose with a, a limb while I was on the tractor. And, um, God, it never went away. It just, you know, it would it'd get healed up and then it would come back. And it had done this over several years. And then all of a sudden one day it didn't go away. And uh, the optometrist seen it and he said, you need to have that checked. And I said, all right. So I talked to Doc down at uh, the VA when I was down there. And uh, Simone had pictures made. Wade told me about that time because it was like maybe a week, 10 days before I had to go to do a biopsy. And uh, Wade told me about the frankincense and his daughter or daughter-in-law is a nurse I'd uh, run across and uh, works great on uh, basal cell and uh, melanoma. And uh, so I started putting it on four or five times a day And if I missed out or run out, I'd take a little of my thieves. But, man, that thieves will blister you if you're not careful. And uh, when I went, the guy said, man, I have to take a a biopsy. I said, well, be careful what you're doing. And so he did. And uh, he said, man, because he was looking at the picture that they sent, first time I know, he said, I just can't get over that. And uh, they found, I think, One or two cells, and I was supposed to go to the uh, oncologist, uh, the surgical oncologist and uh, plastic surgeon, and they was going to, you know, put a skin flap there, you know, pull it out and put a small graft spot. And uh, he come in, and uh, he was uh, more or less a medicine man from Haiti. He had been a colonel in the Air Force. And uh, he looked at me, and he couldn't see nothing. And uh, he said, I, I don't see anything. There's nothing there. He said, well, we got to do that. and I said, Doc, if you can't see it, damn it, it ain't there. Well, i got to take a picture. I said, well, you take a picture. And so he did. He said, I just can't get over that. He said, look, you come back in 30 days, and let me check. I said, all right. So I'll come back in 30 days. He said, well, come back in another 30. And I did. Still nothing. He said, let's do it one more time. So 30 more days, I come back. He checked it. Wasn't He said, I can't tell them if you've done that with that. And I said, I'm going to give a damn whether you tell them or not. I'm just telling you if you ever get it, this is how you get rid of it. <laughs> and they, they've they learned not to jack with me. But I'm a fairly well-trained individual. I've been a team medic and everything else. and, and uh, I was blessed to learn a lot of stuff and Guys in group are like that, and so Wade shared with me, and hell, I share with y'all. That's what we're supposed to do, help everybody get their stuff squared away, you know what I mean? You better learn to help yourself. If you can't help yourself, don't worry about it. They're going to make a product out of you because you are the product.
2: Um, I didn't I don't know about the black pepper oil who's doing that.
3: Yeah, there's a lot of things that's here. I mean you people got your stuff writing in here and I'll send out the uh the chat line because um uh, see this is the deal. When you start sharing the true knowledge with people, you're helping not only yourself, but you're helping them because there's people gonna come Just like on earthclinic.com, that was a vertical pile. And, man, people would come and they'd put in their remedies and this and that and the other. And, uh, I mean, you could do a lot of things. Uh, Beets are excellent for opening the arteries and the veins. Raw spinach is. uh, 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 Blueberries, the palm, excellent smoothies, correct. And uh, uh, the wine with the beets, uh, anytime you use a good red wine, um it doesn't have to be a sweet, it can be a burgundy or whatever. Um, you're increasing the nitric uh is it nitric oxide, I believe it is, in the bloodstream. And that helps to clear the arteries and the blockages and things of that nature. So I mean uh a lot of things that are there. Jim, go ahead and throw something up in the air. <laughs>
0: No, I just, I mean, I was just reading what everybody's putting on there. But uh, yeah. when you get a chance, that you can, uh, you know, remember the, uh, Sue's brother, you know, and uh, maybe run in a gym. When you get a
3: yeah, that's true about the, uh, the two-liter bottle and the... Uh... Kinda have to use a silent uh, a scope when you're doing it that way, uh, so that you can clear because that uh, that uh, bottle uh, kind of hamper or hamper uh, your ability to use a blade sight. Now um, uh, you can also make a throwaway massage silencer. You make them out of uh, PVC pipe and uh, butt uh and a. Uh, spring that'll fit exactly inside and uh, you have two washers, you know, with a hole big enough that uh, you can shoot to it and it won't hit the end of it and uh, uh, you can seal that up and cut a split on one end so you can slide it on and give it a twist and what it'll do is it'll lock on the blade on the front end and uh, but here again, that's a mo side throwaway and uh, uh Lithium orotate can be used very effectively on people that have uh, um, uh the shock uh, deficiencies and so forth where they have autistic type uh behavior the 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 uh, lithium orotate can help them.
2: Yeah, you should be, if
3: you're not getting a lot of sun, you need to be on at least 5,000 what is it, units of D3. And the D3 will not effectively work on the calcium distribution without the addition of about 5,000 micrograms MCG of uh, a uh, vitamin K2. Not K or K1 or K3, but K2. It's a natural fermented process, and it's what distributes the D3 uh, throughout the system or even sunlight to get better consumption and usage of, say, your calcium base. You can also go and take your socks and stuff off and sit outside and let your feet touch the ground and rebalance with the harmonics of the earth.
2: yes it does
3: uh toucan you you might get on the web and look up uh sun gazing and uh it can only be effectively done safely during the first 30 minutes of the morning from the time that the sun rises and th- the last 30 minutes of the day as the sun will set and uh you build up and it'll tell you in there and shows you how to introduce yourself to it and um uh, um, uh, you can cure your eyes. You can do a whole lot of things. The human residence used to be 7.8. It's up to around
2: 35, 38 now.
3: Well, that's why I'm saying if you do it first thing, uh, first 30 minutes in the morning and last 30 minutes during the day, you're at the time when the, uh, the light coming through the atmosphere is decreased to a point that it doesn't affect. And by the time, let's say, time you get to where you work up, where you can sun gaze for 20 or 30 minutes in the morning, you know, that first time frame, your eyes will have uh, uh, grown strong enough that it would be able to handle uh, any normal light, uh, light flaring at that time of the day. You get past that 30 minutes in the morning or uh, 30 minutes uh, prior, uh, uh, you know, beyond or before the 30 minutes of the last uh, setting of the sun period, uh, you can go blind. Well, you can do that, but you have to be careful with the surf on the west coast because it's highly radioactive now. And you need to be careful if you're in the Gulf of Mexico because. Uh, There is enough natural bacteria that's coming from uh, uh, all kinds of crap into the uh, sewage systems. And uh, so, uh, I mean, there there are certain things you need to do. We've had several of them on the Gulf Coast that uh, would uh, just wade out in the water and uh, might have scratched a little pimple or something on their leg. Next thing you know, hell, they're cutting their leg off because the Myrsa will go crazy with it. Whereas if you started soaking that in uh, um, colloidal silver, colloidal gold works good, but it's m- better with women than it is with men. Colloidal silver will work both ways. If you got the laser made type, it won't turn your skin blue. Copper uh, uh, colloidal or colloidal copper at a hundred parts per million. Causes aneurysms and things to rebuild, take about 10 drops of the 100 parts per million a day. I like to do it at night. Uh, if you have a, um, a place of skin or something that doesn't want to heal, you can sprinkle spritz a little bit on there, rub it and massage it in, and then maybe use that uh, cancer pure oil uh, that I was talking about, and they don't want you to use the term pure because they can't cure nothing. It's against the law technically to be able to use the term cure in this country. So uh, any time a damn doctor tater tells you that he's a professional and he knows what the hell he's doing, you can tell him to kiss your ass because he don't. He's a damn symptomologist and he used allopathic medicine, which is treatment with poisons, etc., to create an offsetting reaction. He never does or treats the cause of the thing. Therefore, there cannot be a cure because there is not a money in cure. It is only a money in symptomology and treating that damn symptom. It's going be that way a long-ass time. Uh, you can do it pacific is going to stay there fish everything matter of fact in that real strong blow that blew that front across the united states radioactivity levels just went up in new york state gum health the best thing you can do is one you if you got bad teeth either get them fixed or get them pulled um, the second thing is to make sure that uh uh, Baking soda and salt will brighten them up without taking the enamel off. And uh, if you're going to take and swish and gargle and uh, brush, use uh, 3% peroxide. And um, if you're a Navy SEAL and you get an ear infection or water in your ear, uh, they'll take 3% and just pour it down in their ear and it'll boil that thing out. I mean, it may be a little uncomfortable to you, but here's the deal. Uh, you got to get it cleared out. If you're jumping high altitude... You better get your damn sinuses and shit squared away, 'cause I'm here to tell you, you come out high boy, and drop into low boy, uh, man, you'll swear the front of your head's gonna explode. But nevertheless, well, three percent keep you. That's standard what you get in a in a uh, grocery store. You have to be careful about telling people sometimes about, you know, say like 28% pharmaceutical grade, uh, man, that stuff will burn the crap out of you. But, uh, uh, you have to be careful with that. Um, But uh, you can purify a well. You pour, you know, a a gallon jug of of 32 or 28% hydrogen peroxide down a well. And, man, let me tell you something, if there's any bacteria down in there, it's going to start working that out. Or you can use a John Ellis living water machine that is at least an E4, and you don't have to pour the E4. You can take just the runoff uh, that's been souped up because of the the swirl, and he's using Victor Schauberger's principle to enhance the molecular structure. And by the heat and the cooling um, and a certain pattern in there, It stretches the molecular structure of the water and changes it from, say, uh, eight-sided oxygen saturation molecule to a 12. And uh, so, I mean, there's a lot of things that you can do. (laughs)
2: Tell him, (laughs) B56.
3: Folks, you can listen to B-56. If he tells you don't do it, don't do it, especially if it's we're shooting.
2: Jim, you got anything between your
3: ears, behind your eyeballs you want to talk about? I know you wanted us to pray for Gabriel.
0: Well, Gabriel and uh, Sue's brother, and and all of a sudden I was just sitting here, and I don't know, I'm just getting a little bent out of shape myself, um, uh, so if you can run us all in that, place, I would totally appreciate it. Cause the back of my neck started tightening up, and my you know like the back of my neck started tightening up, and my stomach and chest feels a little uneasy.
3: I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you um, you said uh, sue's brother in in Korea, yeah so carcinoma and yes. uh, little game. You know,
0: Hey, Gabriel, he's doing
3: okay
0: now. I mean, we prayed for him, brother, but I was just sitting here, the back of my neck kind of neck kind of stiffened up and my chest and uh, stomach
2: just kind of out of sorts.
0: Oh, Uh um, oh. I don't know what exactly is going on, but I know Misty Misty
3: got sick here last night, and uh, it was bad enough that uh, they left uh, early. They were going to work on her trailer, and um, they left early and uh, went back to uh, Baytown, Mount Bellevue. uh, But uh, I didn't even get a chance to see her, but uh, same type of scenario. Um, maybe the stress with the little boy is why the back of your neck is there. See, a lot of times when you're close to someone that you, you know, really care about and, um, you can become stress laden, so to speak. And, uh, when you do, you allow other, uh, other anomalies to break out and start working through your system. Uh, like say the chest cold or this and that and the other, um, because uh, uh, you'll go to watching the little boy and he wasn't eating, he was losing his weight, and the fear factor sets in, you know, if you don't know how to control it. That's why I'm talking about the shopping boat ride. Uh, and uh, you just
0: uh, you have to guard over that, you
3: have to rebuke it, keep telling it to leave can't come, don't have no address there, just like you do a storm, and uh, you put that egg shape around you, and you're really a light being, and um, it would be egg shape because of, you know, look at the, you're you're taller than you are wide, so, and you'll see um, um, rays will come off of the human body. Because that's the emanations of the light frequency
2: that you are. Yes, sir. I believe that, brother.
3: Um. Okay, you want to you want to run on. Uh, we'll get you and get. Uh, Gabriel at the same time. You understand?
0: Yes, sir, brother, I do.
3: Is he close to you in the house or is he over at his house?
0: No, he's with us here. He's laying, He's actually asleep on the couch right
3: now. Okay. What you do, folks, if y'all want to, uh, take two or three deep breaths and um, just visualize your idea, concept, the picture of Jim, and um, just see the connection with Jim and his little grandson, Gabriel. And um, you can put a white light around him and see it extend out, you know, like you're, you'll see him in cartoons. You know, somebody will be talking, he'll draw out a deal from one's mouth, and they may have a couple of little loops up there, and whatever they want them to say inside, you know, to cause the cartoon to, to go, or the comic script to go on. And, uh, anyway, um, you can do that and visualize that that energy running through him, and um, it'll cure that little boy and him. See, like yesterday when I called, um, Gabriel was standing there, and I had him put his hand on Gabriel. Well, he's already got the connection, and I already know it's connected because it's still connected from yesterday. He didn't break his connection and uh, I really didn't break mine. And uh, so when I woke up uh, this morning, I had that little boy on my mind. But um, if y'all want, you can participate in this. But draw you two or three deep uh, breaths. Uh, just let them out, you know, gently on your own. And close your eyes and visualize Jim or your concept, idea of Jim. And uh, let's say, see his hand on that little boy, Gabriel and uh, what we'll do is we'll project and we'll make that energy run straight through him to that little boy, and both of them will get healed. Jim will get healed, be in the vehicle, and so his neck and his chest will clear up, and the little boy will be healed, and they'll both feel the heat uh, because uh, Gabriel told me yesterday, or he told uh, Jim, he said, I can feel that. And um, so he was letting us know that that connection had been made, and he's only, what, five years old? Five years of age? Yes, sir. But anyway, if you would do that, folks, uh, those of you that want to uh, participate in that at this time will do that, and you can get a chance to see the flow of energy in your own system and how it operates as you give it out. And then you continue your contact once you've discharged it and you allow yourself to be rebuilt. You allow the refill to come back and fill you up so that you do not dissipate or lose your living energy, but yet you use your ability to consciously will and empower them. You're sending that thought will direction to create that renewal in their body, and um, we'll do that at this time, if you will. No time, no space, no distance. Show you the way. You should feel the heat at the top of your head, Jim. Show you monarchy. Be like a swirling warmth going around you. Be down in your knees, and the back, and arms, the forearms, the elbows. You should feel it now. The hair on your head begins to move. You feel it? Show it the way. Show it the way to hair. Just go be gone. Stress be gone. Gabriel, shock in you, what the hair?
1: Oh, uh,
2: uh. I hear like Oh,
0: my goodness gracious. Thank you so much, brother. I mean, I felt. Uh, oh, I am a shea. I should I feel it even this. Oh, my Oh, maybe Maybe one. Thank y'all for praying. Thank you so much.
2: Okay, we'll do Sue's brother. What's his first name?
0: His name is.
2: Uh, uh, you can call him. Uh,
0: uh, what his name is? Dong Dong Q Kong. Uh, Dong. Yeah. D. Yeah, it's uh, it's Dong. It sounds something like Dong, but it's it's Dong. Ben. You can say Don, You can call him Don.
3: Okay, Don. All right, I can deal with that. That's pretty easy. Yeah. All right. You you focus on him and focus on his stroke. If Susie's there, you tell her to do the same thing. Two or three touching, agreeing on any one thing. We'll look at his throat. You remember your son-in-law when he had the uh, the block uh, calcium carbonate rock in his salivary gland, and I run energy on him, and within what was it, 24, 48 hours, it come loose and come out, and it disappeared. And they were going to have to go in and do all kind of major radical surgery. Now, uh, sublingually, and boy, that can mess up the program. He might come out and not be able to talk. But anyway, we'll do the same thing, and um, I'm going to visualize my hand reaching through you to Don. i well, put my hand, wow, it's already there, on his throat. Swing it to the head. Take two or three deep breaths, folks. Close your eyes. Visualize Jim again visualize Don, Susie's brother. He's in Korea. He had drug cancer. We're looking at that now. We're dissolving it. We're gonna take it away. Sure. Sure yeah.
0: Sure. Sure.
3: No time. No space. No distance. No time, no space, no distance. Should we take <speaking> the year? What to him? I this stuff has done for me. Shaka Kaka Nahu <speaking> to hear. Shahan <language> to hear. I I
1: I I Shook <speaking the> up. <language>
2: Shot you.
1: Cock on the head.
2: Do uh, so you
3: rebuild? And once you've done your rebuild this time, and you feel like you're balanced again, as you open your eyes, shake your hands, symbolically breaking the contact with the cancer, with Don, and with Jim, and with Gabriel. Do so at this time. Uh, Cool. Oh, I hear
0: what the hell, brother. When you said you made the connection, I had touched but laid my hands on my wife Sue, and at that instant, I mean, uh, uh, the electricity went through my hand. <sighs> and I felt a, a surge, a shock, and you said the con- t- connection is there, and it was at that simultaneously at that time. So I, I oh I'm a Shia. I know it's done. I know that it is done. And I wanna thank you and everyone there that pray for that. I mean I felt it. I know that it is done. It is already complete a completed thing. And I wanna thank you so
2: much, brother. And the folks on the call for making that connection
0: also with the When you said the connection was there, I mean, I felt that surge of electricity when I had laid hands on suit I mean, it instantly did.
3: Yeah, it'll do what you tell it and what you call it. See, I mean, when you come in the name, you're coming in the nature, the characteristic of what, let's say, the name Jesus means, light and light and state of mind. Once you come from that in state, uh, that enlightened state of mind, you're coming in the nature, the character of what you conceive of, of uh, as that ideal, that concept. You then activate the chrism state, what they're calling the Christ. And as you do, you turn it loose over the, cor- the corpus callosum. Well, the brain, if you look at it, it almost looks like the head of the glands of the penis. And what you're doing is you're firing that shot through the hippocampus. You're riding the time horse like Muhammad did when he was in the cave of Medina. And he rode the time horse, the the hippocampus, the the seahorse of the mind uh, to Jerusalem. And then uh, once he had returned from there, he rode it again from the cave in Medina. He went to uh, Mazkah. Uh, and so they call it Mecca today, but it's really Ma-M-A-C-A. And see, that's where the uh, um, the special stone was located and the Sim Sim water is located. And um, if people understood the concept, uh, you can get black salt. It comes from India, Pakistan, groceries, uh, things of that nature. And uh, it'll have a uh, a blackish-looking color to it. And it'll taste kind of like sulfur. You can give somebody a small piece of it, and they'll put it in their mouth. And, man, they'll suck on that dang thing. And then after a while, they'll pull it out and maybe put it in their shirt pocket or something. They might go a little ways higher, too. And, damn, next thing you know, they're back there sucking on that dang piece of salt rock again. And what it does, it helps to clear up and balance the stomach. And so, I mean, there's there's so many of these wonderful things that, that people know from all over the world. It's just that our, our people don't know. They haven't been told nothing. And um, uh, they damn well don't teach it in school. I don't know of a medical school you can go to that they'll teach you the real secret arts of healing. Shit, they don't know nothing about it. They're not taught that. And uh, they don't want you to go to the herbs because, uh, hell, they can't get a patent on them.
0: Yes, sir. I understand that. But I really do appreciate it, brother, the the wisdom and the understanding that you imparted. I mean, because, I mean, I mean, in order to be able to apply it, we have to know the process of how to apply it and do that rightly.
1: That's correct. You know, right.
2: once, you, once you
3: have an idea or the concept of it, you can do it. It's just a matter of you walking out. Like they used to tell us in group. you watch one, you do one, then you can teach one. But you've got to get enough knowledge to be able to do the one. And then once you've done the one, now you've got the experience. You can hone that experience and that knowledge up and, and perfect it. But... uh that's the principle. Watch one,
0: do one, teach one. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. I mean, this yeah. really means a lot, brother. And Sue said thank you also. And to those on the call, she really appreciates it. So do I do, from the bottom of my heart. Well, brother,
3: I, I, I appreciate that. That's fine. I'm glad I'm able to help or at least give some aspect of understanding to it. But we're heading towards about 8.30. I'm going to back out of here because I've got a, I've got a, a batch of uh, essential oil I got to run off. And uh, I've uh, been taking care of the youngins because uh, Jacob's got school in the morning. And, uh... uh he leaves out early and drives down to he's prepping he's between his uh, refresher and so forth getting his college stuff ready to go and uh Beth done went and graduated and uh shawnee is more into my kind of knowledge you know as far as the healing and stuff like that and um uh, so i teach her everything i can i've taught her how to run the farm and um, I've got them to bee barn and, uh, matter of fact, we're going to start putting boxes out. Should have already been doing it, but, uh, we're okay. It's still, uh, a little over time and, uh, um, we'll, uh, ho,
2: ho, ho, ho. I
3: think I got it. Let's see what, let's see what I got. Um, hold on Jim. But anyway, you can run your your head a little bit and talk while I check this out and make sure I got it.
0: Yes, sir, Uh, brother. Folks, uh, there again, like I said, I want to thank each and every one of you. I really do appreciate it. I really do from the bottom of my heart. It means a lot. I felt it, too. So I know that it's a done thing. And uh, I do greatly appreciate it. And I do want to thank you, each and every one of you, for coming on the call tonight and, you know, participating and putting your input in there. I mean, all that helps each and every one of us with what White Wolf's putting out there, and uh, quite a few of y'all, the things that y'all put on there. I mean, that helps us to understand and to know and to do. I mean, I got it. Yeah. Alrighty, I do appreciate it. I love you now. Shalom, Cross, and in perfect divine health.
3: Folks, thank you all for coming. And thanks again for participating on the Catline 50, uh, 56. Love you, brother. Still, uh, I'm still in agreement with you. Everything's fine. We're just going to hang in there. Shalom now. Y'all have a good night.
0: Same to you, brother. To you and your family. We love you. And again, folks, thank you again. Yeah, uh, we we'll hope to see you back next week, same time, same place. Uh with that I'm going to end the call and may Yahweh bless you, keep you in perfect divine health, and may all your blessed dreams come true. They're good, good and very good. Again I say shalom.
2: Good night everyone.